0: (laughs) Thank you. (sighs) All right. Will you say the affirmation with me? Will you say it like you mean it? Please? (laughs) Let's do it together. I allow forgiveness to set me free. I allow forgiveness to wash away any and all past resentments, traumas, and dramas that block me from experiencing my fantastic life now. I allow forgiveness to drill down deep into the subconscious mind, removing every obstacle to my awakening. I allow forgiveness to set me free, and so it is, and so it is. I heard um, this the other day, which I thought was really fantastic, a good springboard for us today. With the mind a little emptier, the heart can be a little fuller. Isn't that nice? That is the gift of forgiveness. You see, unforgiven thoughts, stories, um, resentments, unexpressed energies, they fill our minds. They, they fill us and they clutter the mind, so that we find ourselves trapped living in our head, living in these recycling thoughts of pain and suffering. And forgiveness is the practice that declutters the mind, which actually creates spaciousness and drops you into your heart, which is where you really are designed to live from. You are designed to live from the love that is in your heart, and your mind is designed to be a servant to your heart. Anyone got that wrong in your experience? When we're living in our mind, it's the tail wagging the dog. We're being whipped around by the circling thoughts. Forgiveness is the practice that, that declutters that and washes that away. So what is forgiveness? This is from my book. And actually, a shout-out for uh, Suzanne Soul who um, helped write this paragraph, I was really stuck on this paragraph. I mean, I was really struggling. And Suzanne was over, and uh, she just came in and like went bloop, 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 bloop. So <laughs> it's really good, and it's, it's from her inspiration. So what is forgiveness? Forgiveness is a spiritual practice that frees you from the prison of regret and brings victory over every victim experience. It clears away the anguish that blame brings and ultimately ends the blame game altogether. It removes the filters of judgment that block you from being able to see the present moment goodness and possibilities within yourself, others, and the world. Forgiveness heals a broken heart and restores it to unconditional love and acceptance. It is the practice that allows you to look into the eyes of the person who caused you great pain and say, with all the love in your heart, I forgive you and mean it. The practice of forgiveness causes a quantum leap in consciousness that frees you from guilt and the false belief in duality. It returns the mind of the forgiver to its natural state of oneness, which is the spiritual reality behind all that is happening. Ultimately, forgiveness is for the giver, and it is a key step to ending the suffering in your life. So that is the game we're up to. As many of you know, these next couple months, we are committed to ending the suffering game. And the last couple of weeks, we talked about getting a new God. And then we move into this conversation, forgiveness. And these are the cornerstones um, from which the rest of um, the journey unfolds. To, get a, to establish a relationship with the God of, of love and joy and all for you, and to let forgiveness clear out the past and the wreckage and the goofiness that you're stuck in really creates a powerful springboard to move forward and become free. So even if you've heard the conversation of forgiveness a lot, allow yourself to be teachable. Allow yourself to be like a child as we talk about this and find out, discover what's new inside of this practice that you may not have known before. So one of the main reasons we forgive is literally for your body, for your health, because every unforgiven pocket that lives inside of you finds its expression inside your body temple. It will literally elevate your blood pressure. It will raise your cholesterol. It will literally dig into the joints and cause deterioration. Unforgiveness will will destroy the lining of the stomach. Must I go on through the body parts that, that are damaged, literally damaged from this toxic energy that flows through you? Not only does the energy itself cause harm, but when you have um, been sitting in enough of it throughout the day, known or unknown, um, then by the end of the day, you need relief. You need to escape. And that's when you reach for that particular food that you really don't want to eat or turn on the computer and watch what you don't particularly want to be watching or, or the things you do just to escape. That also is a byproduct of these energies that are circling and recycling inside of you that need to just be released and freed. So number one, unforgiveness causes physical damage. It takes its toll on the body temple. It takes its toll on your ability to um, think good thoughts, to imagine um, um, new opportunities and possibilities. It is said That when you wake up in the morning, the first thought you have shall be created. Have you heard that before? I actually heard it this week. I was excited to share that with you. I thought you'd be more interested in that. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'll keep working up here. Uh, (laughs) The first thought you have, just stay with this idea. The first thought you had will be created. Now, it might not be an exact replication, but the energy of the thought will be expressed. And do you ever wake up and the first thought that comes to mind is a resentment or that so-and-so did this? You just wake up and it just creeps into the mind. And suddenly it's got you. And you find yourself looping in what they did to you or that horrible thing or, or whatever it is. That first thought becomes energetically expressed. It is the energy that goes before you, paving itself into the day that you're about to have. You're about to have the very moment of your life, your day, and the first thoughts you have generate um, itself inside of your experience. Even if, you know, you're moving around in the morning and the, your, the family or people you may be sharing your home with wake up, and they feel it immediately. What's wrong with you? Did you not sleep well? I'm fine. Like, imme- it's already you're agitated, and that agitation must be expressed because the thought was had. So imagine what's possible for you if you were completely forgiven and completely free of that and you wake up in the morning and it's little birds singing good morning and they come and they swoop in and it's a little Disney movie. You wake up in. What's possible for you then? What's possible for you waking up with your mind clear, with, with, with energy to sort of form and fashion in the way that you would like it to. These are the gifts that forgiveness brings. These are the opportunities that lie before us. Catherine Ponder says, when you hold resentments toward another, you are bound to that person or condition by an emotional link that is stronger than steel. Forgiveness is the only way to dissolve that link and get free. So every person that you are holding a resentment against or, or live experiencing unforgiveness with, you are bound to them like steel. And they will not, the energy will not become, it will not break until you allow forgiveness to have its way with you. Forgiveness is a mystical tool. I talk a lot about it because in my life, prayer and forgiveness are number one. They have literally, transformed my world. Forgiveness is I am standing here before you, a transformed person through the power of forgiveness. And there's a few misunderstandings about it. The first is that you have to do it. You do not do forgiveness. Forgiveness is a mystical practice. Your job is to activate it. Your job is to say yes to it. And then forgiveness begins It's work to transform you. It is said you can't solve the problem at the level of the problem. You're the problem, which is why forgiveness is needed. So set yourself free from thinking that you have to do it. It's so often the comment, I don't know how to forgive. And my response is, no, you don't. None of us do. We don't know how to do it. Isn't that freedom? Can you feel the freedom? So every time you're, I've got to figure out how to forgive him. I got to, you don't have to do that. You do have to be willing, even a drop. The Holy Spirit is not going to sit back and wait for you to be 100% ready. That's just not the game. That but even a willingness, a little drop in the Holy Spirit, just swoop right in. That's my entry point, I am in. And it begins to work. And you have to be willing for that. And then you ask, You ask that it be done. That's your part. To activate forgiveness for yourself and others is simply to be willing and to ask. And then it is activated. Then your work is to keep your hands off the wheel and let it do its job. Because for some people, it will happen quickly, especially if you have a practice of it. That's the gift of forgiveness. The more you do it, the more readily you will be available for it. And the sooner you do it, the less you have to clean up. Does that make sense to you? So if you've got an old story that's 32 years old, that's a lot of energy. And imagine forgiveness has to, like a Pac-Man, chomp its way all the way back to here. It's got to clean all the debris up. But if something happens, you get this far and you activate forgiveness, that's not much. Right back into place. So forgiveness as a way of life becomes kind of a, a a practice that just gets you right back right back into the track that you want to be living from and inside of your job is to continue to let it do its work some people think that forgiveness is a one time deal i've forgiven that and i love how oh i've forgiven that no you haven't baby <laughs> Forgiveness happens over and over and over. We must commit to doing it the same way you commit to eat right daily, to work out daily, to care for whatever it is you're caring for daily. You can't, you know, if you have a child, you don't go, oh, I fed them last week. (laughs) Right? That's sort of what a part of us thinks. Oh, I forgave them. Every time, see, once you've activated once you've allowed it and you've welcomed it, When the idea returns or when the energy of the resentment returns, that now inside of forgiveness becomes the invitation to reactivate it. You don't go, oh, I forgive that. Oh, forgiveness doesn't work. It goes, oh, forgiveness time. The name came back in my head. The story came back in my head. This is the invitation to reactivate forgiveness so that it works for you and through you again. Clearing out the layers, clearing out the layers, layers. Many of our um, spiritual and energetic pipes are clogged with these stories. So forgiveness is the draino that, that finds its way in there and does its work. So inside of that, once it's activated, you just pay attention. And suddenly a book will appear for you to read or a conversation that you're in the middle of or you'll see something in a television show or a movie that moves you in a particular way. You'll be led to a therapist or you'll say, you know what? I've been thinking of working with a spiritual counselor. They talk about that at Bodhi. I think I'm going to do it now. Like suddenly something moves you forward inside of willingness and the support that you're seeking appears. Spiritual counselors, stand up for a minute wherever you are. I just feel inspired to have them stand up. These people here, there's a few of them from the the, the spiritual counseling body. Thank you for standing. This is what they're here for. They have been trained to serve you. You get to go sit with them and be as effed up as you can possibly be. (laughs) Don't hold back. It's their job to keep the peace, not yours. That's their job. They got to work. They'll stay in the oneness. You just let it out. You just let, you know it and then you know she did, and then you you do whatever you got to do. Work that story out. And their job is to hold the space. It will catapult you forward. It will cause for you the transformation that you actually have been wanting. So here's the real truth. We're going for high truth today. And your mind won't understand it, but it must be said because a part of you gets it. You have never been hurt, harmed, or injured. You have never been hurt, harmed, or injured. I know goofy stuff happened in the dream of separation. We all have been living a dream that we're separate from God. And inside that dream, the fuel for the dream is fear. And out of fear, we do silly things to each other. But that's the dream of separation that's playing out In back of the dream sits you, an innocent, forever free spiritual being, one with your creator. Please hear that, take a breath. You are one with your creator, created in the image of love and innocence. That is who you are. What kind of goofed up God would it be to send you into this crazy world and have you get hurt and injured and stumble and attacked and have the God sit there and go, that's just, I don't even know what to say about that. That's stupid. That's just ridiculous. And it's a hard idea. It's a hard step to wrap your mind around the idea that you actually aren't that dream. You aren't that story of separation. You aren't that thing that happened. But when, And that's what waking up means. You literally, we talk about awakening a lot here, you wake up to the revelation that that which you thought was bad and wrong happened to you is a dream. And those are only words for you until you get there. You've got to get there yourself. When you get there yourself, and I have gotten there, I have had horrific things literally dissolve through the practice of forgiveness to where you will say, well, I know it happened, I mean, I know that, that in this, you'll, have the, you'll even talk about it like it's sort of a dream because it won't energetically be living inside of you anymore. What will remain living inside of you is your divinity. That's what is real. That is not a dream. That is a forever extension of who you are, which makes forgiveness a really cool and important practice to be doing because that Will get you back to the center of who you are. And only, again, only you can know. Until you get that, until you have a spiritual shift, the dream will be real. And I'm not saying that you're not experiencing the effects of it. You are, because you're in the dream and you're thinking about it and you're recycling it. I got it. I got it. I've done it. I still do it in my own goofy ways. I absolutely do. But when you start waking up to the dream, you start to be able to recognize the dream more quickly. I went bonkers last night. I just went goofy. And poor Patrick came out with a big old headache and said, you know what, can I talk to you? And I just like went, blah, 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 not about him, just about a craziness that was stirring up inside me. And the whole time, I'm just talking a lot. I know this is a dream. I know that this is what's happening. I know it. And it's just making me goofy right now. It's making me just crazy. But even knowing that it's a dream and being able to speak about it, and I sent emails to a couple of my spiritual girlfriends to even get a little more out so I could just relieve it, and it became relieved. It became relieved quickly because even though I was in the feeling tone of it at the same time, while having the full experience of it, because I don't judge myself for that, I allow that, but I take responsibility for it. And you literally speak about the experience in a different way. Because you're aware you're creating your reality with no blame or shame. It becomes a completely different way to do life. And inside of this completely different way to do life, there's a lot more joy to be had, which is our journey. That's what we're here for. So in A Course in Miracles, it says, My unloving thoughts about blank are keeping me in hell your unloving thoughts about the person the experience the situation the the traumas and dramas in the world big to small whatever it is your your unloving thoughts about that are keeping you trapped in hell close your eyes take a deep breath just repeat that my unloving thoughts about fill in the blank, are keeping me in hell. And see what fills in the blank. And allow a couple options to fill in the blank. My unloving thoughts about this person are keeping me in hell. My unloving thoughts about whatever. And allow a few of those to rise up and just observe them. And just for this moment, take responsibility just knowing my unloving thoughts about this are keeping me in hell. Take a breath. In this opening, we'll move into our prayer. I invite our spiritual counselors to just hold the space with me, to stand, and let's create a powerful energy of prayer together to support these beloved beings in their transformation. Just keep breathing. Allow Allow a to occur.
1: I get joy, joy, thinking about what God's done for me. I get joy, joy, thinking about what God's done for me. It's in my hands and feet. I'm talking about what God's done for me. Joy just thinking
0: about what God's done through me. Oh, so, centered in the vibration of joy, knowing that that is the God of itself, feeling good, feeling God, feeling joy, feeling love, feeling my innocence and my wholeness. From this place, I know that this is the truth of my being. This is my eternal life that is living me. It is designed and formed from the creator itself. I am that. And as I know I am that, I know each of us are. I don't sit alone in this divinity. It is the truth of our lives. We are the very expression of God's love. We are the very extension of God's creative power. We are that fantastic life. And its essence and its energy is of joy. And it's from this oneness that I declare that forgiveness is here and now activated within each and every one of us. Our minds, our hearts, our body temple, our entire being. Forgiveness is activated. I welcome it and I call upon it. And I ask the Holy Spirit to do through and for us that which we never could do. We give thanks for the surrender that allows us to call forth the Holy Spirit and say, Thy will be done. Free us from the resentments. Free us from the stories that have kept us in hell for so long. Free us from the mental obsessions that do not serve us. Free us from the need to be right. Free us from the need to make them wrong. Free us from the part of us that makes ourselves wrong. Forgiveness set us free. Forgiveness set us free and activate in its place the joy. The full joy. The full, free, fantastic expression of joy. I say yes to this. Breathe into this. Allow this expansion. Make it your own right now.
1: Brought me down. Then the God of me right out to me. Now I'm here to tell you now. I get joy, joy thinking, thinking about it.
0: the feeling tone from which we give thanks because we feel it. We feel that joy and it moves us effortlessly into gratitude. So grateful for the fulfillment of this prayer, the freedom that forgiveness brings for the energy of joy that moves us and brings to us greater prosperity, greater opportunities, puts us back on the path of our highest potential. I say yes to this. And I release this prayer now into the action of the law, knowing that it is fulfilled. Together we say, and so it is.